Welcome to the Lift Church podcast. We pray that this message encourages you and inspires you to live up to your God-given potential. To be with you forever. He's talking about the Holy Spirit as our helper, as our counsellor. Now the word, word counsellor, we're more familiar with that, aren't we? Counsellor is a very person, personable word. John 14, 26 says, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things. We know teachers, right? And bring to your remembrance all that I've said to you. You know, the Holy Spirit can be known. And I love that the Bible talks talks about him as our counsellor, as our teacher, the one who gives us wisdom, the one that helps us, the one that comforts us when we're brokenhearted. He is right there. The Bible talks about him as this friend who sticks closer than a brother. I don't know about you. I love my brother and we're close. But this friend of the Holy Spirit, he like sticks to you. He is close to us. We can know him. And if we can know him, we can certainly partner with him. And so this morning, there's this story that I want to bring to you in 1 Samuel chapter 3. And, and I, I actually loved it. Samuel is one of my favorite um, characters in the Bible. And I remember when I was um, a young Christian, I actually had this picture book um, of this story of Samuel. And it just so spoke to me because it was about this young prophet. And he would have been young, 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 um, who was learning the ropes. He was learning the ropes with his relationship with God. And I know that we this morning have people in all different walks with God, that we have people, you know, who are more mature, people who are just starting out. But this morning, I really believe that God wants to come and remind you of some of these things and maybe stir in you uh, uh, some action that we can be doing in order to partner with the Holy Spirit in a greater way. So the story goes along the lines of um, Samuel as this young, uh, young boy. He was in the temple. So what uh, Samuel would do is that he would serve in the temple under the priest named Eli. And um, so he, he would just go about his business. And there was this one particular day that Samuel went to lie down. He would also sleep at the temple. Um, and Eli was in a different space. But they were both there in the temple just Only them, though. There was nobody else in the temple. And so one night, as Samuel goes to lie down, he hears this voice, Samuel, Samuel. So Samuel bolts upright, goes straight away to Eli and says, you called me, I'm here. And Eli, he's like, I I didn't call you. I know there's no one else here, but I didn't call you. Go back and lie down. And this happens two, three times. And on the third time, Eli kind of gets it. He, the light bulb goes on and he, he tells Samuel, okay, the next time you hear this voice call you, simply say, I'm, I'm here. That Speak, Lord, your servant is here. That's what Eli uh, instructs him to do. And so Samuel goes back and he lies down in his place and surely those words, his name is called Samuel, Samuel by that voice that had been calling him. So Samuel says, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. And the Bible says that the Lord stood there with him. I love that. Can you just imagine that for a moment? God calling you and then he comes. 
So he's there and he begins to speak to Samuel and, and he downloads to Samuel this, his very first prophecy as this young child. He speaks to Samuel about the nation that Samuel is, is a part of um, and, and God speaks to him as this prophet, as this person who's going to go speak to the nation of Israel. And you know, there are three things this morning that um, I believe God wants us to catch a hold of that we can learn from young Samuel. Mate, I have such a privilege of, of being out in Lift Kids. From time to time, I get to go out there and, and, and just be amongst them and teach them. But can I tell you that they teach me a lot as well? That there's so much, so much good stuff, so much value that we can get from, from actually learning from young people. And so we've got a young person to teach us this morning. But the first thing that Samuel did is that he positioned himself to hear. Verse 3 says, Samuel was lying down, not just in the temple of the Lord, but he was lying down where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called Samuel. You see, Samuel positioned himself in the temple next to the ark of God. And what we've got to understand is that the ark of God represented the presence of God. And so I can just imagine a young Samuel, and if I was Samuel, I'd probably be doing this. I'd go and like, you know, throw my drink bottle or something like that over by the ark and say, bags, that's my spot. That's my spot. That's going to be my sleeping spot. Because you know what? I want to be close to where the presence of God is. If that ark represents where God is, I want to be the closest. I want to position myself to be able to hear from the Spirit of God. You know, every year, Pastor Nate and I, we go to this conference over in Sydney. It's actually coming up in July, and and we're just so looking forward to it. And, um, Recently, uh, we've, we've been doing this thing where at the beginning of conference, we'll say to each other, okay, we're not going to go next year, okay? So don't even get your hopes up. We're not going to go next year, okay? We've gone this year. It's a bit expensive doing this trip. We'll skip next year and we'll go the following year. And then there are other conferences that we're meant to go to anyway. Um, and so we always begin the week saying that and we, we promise to each other, nope, We're not going to go the following year. We're just not going to. But then God begins to speak. God rocks up at conference. The praise and worship is amazing. You can just so sense the presence of God. And and it's like, oh, God, why would I want to be anywhere else? And then the word begins to be preached. And, and you know when the word is preached and it's like God is, is singling you out and saying you're the only one there and this word is for you. Yeah, that kind of stuff starts to happen. And then they start to put posters up around the arena of next year's conference and they begin to promote it and talk to you about early bird and, and things like that. And, and so there's Nate and I probably thinking separately that, oh, but next year's sounding really good as well and God's just completely wrecked us this week we really want to come next next year and you know what by the end of the week we've already signed up for the following year and and sometimes we've even uh booked in our accommodation just to get in early 
it's ridiculous what we will do to get into the presence of God. But you know what? I think we need to get a little bit of FOMO about this. You remember FOMO, fear of missing out? We need to get a bit of FOMO back in our spirit where it's like if that's the presence of God, if that's where God is speaking, if that's where people are being transformed, being healed, being set free, then I need to be there. There's this thing that just kind of overtakes us and says, you know what, God, no matter what, no matter what the cost, no matter what I have to sacrifice, no matter what else I miss out on, I'm not going to miss out on your presence. You know, I, I just really believe that Lift Church, we're going to be a people and we are a people. I want to call that out this morning that we are a people that will do whatever it takes to be in the presence of God because it's in the presence of God where we are changed, where we are transformed, where we become the people who do and see these greater things that need to be done out in our world. That's where it's at. It's the presence of God. And so this young prophet, this Samuel, teaches us, you know what? The presence of God, that's where I want to be. I need to be as close as I can to the presence of God. He positioned himself to hear. You know, we've got an amazing um, opportunity. Andre spoke about it, the anointing service. If you want to hear from God, position yourselves. I want you to write it in your diary right now if you haven't yet. If you want to hear from God, I tell you what, our anointing service is an incredible opportunity to hear from God. Samuel positioned himself. Now, the thing that Samuel did was that Samuel was quick to respond. He didn't lag. The Bible talks about, in verse 4, Samuel answered, Here I am. And he ran to Eli and said, Here I am. You called me. There was this urgency, this fear of missing out, this, all right, I'm getting up and going. I'm hearing your voice. I'm going to come and respond. There was this quick urgency to Samuel. You know, sometimes it takes being on the back end of that, being on the opposite side of that to really understand what being slow to respond can actually cost you. You know, this isn't so much a, a spiritual story, but I hope you can gather my pain from this little account. Pastor Nate and I, we've got the privilege of, you know, we train leaders up and, and we get to send them out to wherever God's calling them. And, and this particular lady that we had helped on her journey over at Centerpoint uh, when we were there, she was at our campus, she was one of our leaders and we trained her up and, and she was um, going to go to, the, uh, to one of our other campuses to pastor the youth ministry with her husband-to-be. And, and on her departure, as we were sending her, she slipped us this this gift voucher, and, and it was to the C restaurant. And um, at that point, I was so excited. I was like, I've never been to one of these types of places. I can't wait to dress up and go on a date with my husband, eat these cute little tiny plates of food that are just amazing. And I was like, oh, uh, this is going to be really special. And so we thanked her, and, and we took the gift voucher home, and and we thought, okay, we'll put it in a special place because we don't, we, you know, we don't want to forget about it. We don't want to miss, you know, misplace it anywhere. So we put it in our special place. And, and I remember um, just having this sort of, uh, <laughs> the funny thing is between Nate and I, Nate's, yeah, Nate's more level-headed. I'm, I'm more of a, we've got a gift voucher, let's go use it. 
like I want to use it straight away. Often when I buy new clothes and stuff like that, the next day I'll wear like my new T-shirt. And Nate's like, oh, look at you and your new stuff. Um, so that's the kind of person I am, right? So imagine this, this restaurant voucher. And so I'm thinking the following Monday on our day off, I'm going to book us in. We're going to have this amazing meal and time together. It's going to be beautiful. And then we kind of, I remember us vaguely talking about it and being like, no, no. Let's set it aside for some kind of special occasion. Um, let's not use it straight away. You know, we can wait for our anniversary or something like that. I was like, oh, okay, let's do that. We can wait. And so we left it there in a special spot, not forgetting about it. But as the weeks went on and as the months went on, I kind of forgot that there was a gift voucher in our special space. You know how sometimes when you put things away and, and you put it in such a special place that you actually forget all about it and, and you don't actually go by that special spot often. Um, and so the months went on and, and we'd completely just, it was out of sight, out of mind. Another, that's the way I am and it's really bad, um, especially with gift vouchers. Um, so out of sight, out of mind and... and um, I remember it was a couple of years later that I was starting to clean out this special place. And lo and behold, I come across this sea restaurant voucher. And <laughs> I was just so like, no. So I quickly opened it up, checking to see the date, because you know how there's usually a year on that? We were six months too late. This gift voucher had expired. I was just so annoyed with myself. I was, I was just like, oh, oh, we should have just used it straight away. I knew it. I should have, should have quickly responded to that and we wouldn't be here. And I remember thinking that it wasn't, it wasn't the fact that I couldn't get all dolled up and look all cute and stuff and, and eat these, you know, little plates of food that just taste amazing. It, it wasn't the fact that I'd missed out on that but it was the fact that it had such value to that gift voucher. I was thinking of the girl that had gotten it for us and I just thought, oh, what she had put into that gift to us, the value that she placed on that only for us to forget about it, only for us to leave it to later and not respond to it. It just crushed me. I was like, oh, God, dang it. That invitation that we could have responded to. But you know what? I kind of saw a little bit of a parallel between that and sometimes how we respond to the Spirit of God, the gift of the Holy Spirit. God has placed this treasure within us, within us earthen vessels and and for some of us, we just forget about it. We just go on living our lives and God has saying, hey, wait a minute, just stop, slow down. Look what I've placed in you. I've placed my very spirit, my very presence is in you. My power that, that raised Christ from the dead lives in you. What are you doing about it? Are you responding to me? I love that Samuel, there was this eagerness, there was this quickness, if I can make up a word, in his response to God. And I wonder for some of us who've received words from God, maybe you have been filled with the Spirit of God, but then there's been this lack of response. 
Can I talk to you like a pastor right now? Come on, church. We need to begin responding to the Spirit of God because it's only through Him living and breathing and moving in us can we actually see and do those greater things that Jesus has spoken about. There is an urgency. There is an urgency. You know, what I get sick of is nominal Christians. I can't even believe we've made a category for that, to be honest. I think there's Christian or there's not. There's people who follow Jesus or there's not. And it's okay if you're not. I believe that your time will come, that the Holy Spirit will come and speak to you. But look, if we're going to be people who are filled with the Holy Spirit, then we need to see the value of the gift and we need to quickly respond to God. And I'm speaking to you, but I'm speaking to myself. I know there have been times where I've been delayed in responding to God, not just to that gift voucher, but there have been many times where I've been delayed in responding to God. And I felt the, the deep frustration that I've missed out on something here because of my lack of response in a timely manner. Come on, Samuel responded quickly. You know, another thing that Samuel did was that he was diligent with the call of God. He was diligent. When God called him, he acted upon it. It says in verse 8 to 10, a third third time, the Lord called Samuel. And Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, here I am, you called me. Then Eli realized that the Lord was calling the boy. So Eli told Samuel, Go and lie down, and if he calls you, say, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. The Lord came and stood there, calling as at the other time, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel said, Speak, for your servant is listening. You know, there was something that Samuel understood. He understood that he was a servant. That he was actually there, not for his own agenda, but for the agenda of God. That he actually lived with a purpose on his life to fulfill the will of God and not the will of Samuel. He understood this. You know, there's a Hebrew word that I want to teach you this morning that beautifully describes this diligency that Samuel had. This word is Shema. Can you say that with me? Shema. It's like spelled Shema, but it's pronounced Shema. Sounds so good, doesn't it, rolling off the tongue? This word Shema, in Hebrew, the, the thought of hearing, maybe it's hearing the Word of God, but obeying and acting in accordance with the Word of God, it was the same word. But you see how in Western culture we've separated those two actions, that you can hear doesn't mean you can act. It doesn't mean that you obey. And that has crept into the church where there's this lack of shema. There's this lack of hearing and and being obedient in the same breath. And, you know, God placed this picture that for some of us, we need to begin going into our quiet place with God with a notepad because he is going to download to us actions that come with his call, that come with his word to us. We need to be people of action who respond, yes, quickly. We respond to God, you're calling me. But we also need to be people who do something about it. And, you know, it was only because Samuel did something about what God downloaded to him in that, in that chapter that he actually became everything that God had called him to be, that he fulfilled his purpose. It says in 1 Samuel 3.19, Samuel grew up. 
God was with him and Samuel's prophetic record was flawless. Everyone in Israel from Dan in the north to Bathsheba in the south recognized that Samuel was the real thing. He was the real deal, a true prophet of God. God continued to show up at Shiloh, revealed through his word to Samuel at Shiloh. You know, this... This is just incredible because it wasn't Samuel in that one instance, but it was the daily hearing from God, the daily being diligent with the Word of God where people began to see that his God is the real deal, that this Samuel is the real deal. He is walking in the call of God. And and you know what? God wants to say to you this morning that you are the real deal. It's just going to take a little bit of diligence for people to see the gift of God in your life. It's just going to take a little bit of of acting of hearing and obeying for people to see that wow what you've got on the inside of you that's something different I need that that different thing that you have you know it's going to take us being diligent with the call of God for people to see that there is a God in Lift Church that there is a God in Vic Park and he loves the people he wants to be in relationship with the people he wants to heal people he wants to show them that he loves them he wants to set them free It's going to take us positioning ourselves, hearing his word, responding to him and being diligent, walking in it day to day. You know, I believe that Samuel, he stood in the gap in his generation. It said that the word of God was rare in those days. You know what? The reality is, is that we're living in a time where the word of God is rare here. Bible literacy is off the charts. Our God, our God, our world is living in, in a time where people are growing up without any knowledge of who God is. But you know what? This morning, I believe that God is calling some of us to be the Samuel to our generation. He's calling us to a life of diligence to his call so that we can be the people that stand in the gap and be the voice to our generation that there wouldn't be a rarity of God's word in our generation, but through us, through the work of the Holy Spirit in us, that God may be known in this generation, in our world today. I really believe this morning that God wants to open some people's eyes. He wants to speak to some people. And, you know, right now I'm just going to invite the band up because during this series what we've been doing is setting aside some time to worship God together, just to give him some time to to speak, to move, kind of how Samuel positioned himself this morning. We're going to position ourselves with worship and and the band is going to lead us. But you know what, church? I want you to take this opportunity. God is calling us into a season of fruitfulness, into harvest, and in order us in order for us to see these greater things that Jesus has for us. They are there. Jesus is saying, come on, walk in it. It's going to take a connection with the Holy Spirit. So right now, why don't you stand to your feet? Thank you for tuning in today. If you would like to find out more about Lyft, check out our website at theliftchurch.com.au.